0: Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorinda Wilson podcast. Guess who I am? That's right, Dorinda Wilson, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 26-year veteran homeschooling mom. I am also the author of three books, and I'm sure that all my listeners who listen every week could say this right along with me, but I'm going to say it again because there's always new listeners, and I want you to know that I have these three books that I think you would love The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling, Unhurried Grace for a Mom's Heart, a devotional written specifically for homeschool moms, and The Four Hour School Day, how you and your kids can thrive in the homeschool life. If you've read The Unhurried Homeschooler and not The Four Hour, School Day, I would really recommend that you read The Four-Hour School Day because it's like an expanded version of The Unhurried Homeschooler, and it tells a lot more about our story as a family. And so you can find all three of those books at Amazon. You can also find them at my website, DorindaWilson.com. And you can find the four-hour school day at any of your favorite booksellers in addition to the places that I mentioned. I always try to mention at least once every week the magazine that I write for and absolutely love, my favorite homeschooling magazine, it's Homeschooling Today. Beautiful, beautiful um, issues. I I love their layouts, the the font, the pictures, even the feel of the pages. It's a high-quality magazine. It's one of those magazines that you won't throw away. You will hang on to and go back to over and over again. So I would love for you to hear just a little bit more about homeschooling today, and I'd love for you to check them out. I will leave a link in the show notes. When it comes to homeschooling, isn't it discouraging to see so much on social media that simply doesn't match your reality? Life is messy. Kids can be exhausting. School doesn't always go as planned. Sometimes we all need some real encouragement, some real, truly practical help. That's one of the reasons I write for Homeschooling Today magazine. The entire team at Homeschooling Today wants you to know that messy, exhausting, imperfect homeschooling is an incredibly beautiful thing because it's real life as we take an unhurried, bold approach to homeschooling our kids, an approach that says, I won't compare my homeschool to others. I'll teach the kids God has given me in the way that He leads me to do it. I want to encourage you to check out Homeschooling Today magazine. It is an amazing resource for the unhurried homeschooling mom. Okay, moms, today we're going to be talking about budget-friendly field trips for fall. I was going to say frugal, frugal field trips for fall. I thought that was too many Fs that got a little bit, um, I don't know, a little dorky. (laughs) So decided, I opted against that, budget-friendly, field trips for fall. Now, a couple of episodes ago, we talked about uh, uh, basic family budgeting, and so we thought it would be fun to have Sarah back on again to talk about um, some fun field trips we can take in the fall. Fall is such an amazing time of year, and there are so many... Fun and free things that we can do. Um, so Sarah's going to share some ideas that maybe you have uh, not thought of, and I'll have some to throw in there as well. Uh, I've mentioned before that Sarah is uh, married to a wonderful man. She's been married to him for 24 years. They have three kids that they have homeschooled from the beginning, and I have known Sarah a very very long time. We both homeschooled all of our kids from the beginning, and um almost from the beginning alongside of each other. Our kids were just barely school age when they met. And so they are all still friends to this day. And um, Sarah is, uh, there's just something about walking along another homeschool mom for that long. And so uh, I'm thankful that I get to have her back on the podcast again, because she's always got great ideas and great things to share. Thanks for being here with us, Sarah.
1: Of course, always. All the words, you know me.
0: Yes, yes, all the words. (laughs) We talked about this before. Uh, What did you say? You're a book that people didn't (laughs) want to read? I'm an
1: open book. I'm an open book that not everyone wants to read.
0: (laughs) That not everyone wants to read. Because we were talking about this before in the other podcast that she – verbalizes a lot. You you think out loud a lot. and so. Mm -hmm. But it's one of the things I've appreciated about her because I have learned so much from her because of that. So today, um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to learn something again today, even though we know each other so well. Um, So Sarah, I'd love you to just um, dive in and talk about some fun things that we can do in the fall with our kids that don't cost a lot of money or maybe no money.
1: Yeah. Well, this is such a great topic for this time of year. Cause I know probably by the time people hear this, um, <clears throat> we've all started the homeschool year with gusto and mm-hmm. you know, it's all very exciting and new, new books and new supplies. And, um, everybody's excited for, I don't know, maybe it's just my family. Everybody was excited for, you know, about A month. (laughs) (laughs) And then because we live where we live and we definitely have four distinct seasons, the, the mornings get very crisp and it's very clear that we are headed into the um, you know, downward temperature slope into Mm -hmm. winter. And with winter comes cabin fever. We are locked Mm -hmm. inside because it's so cold and snowy and not that you can't have fun, but a lot more inside activities. So in my family, it was always, it just, for me personally, I sort of get this like pre cabin fever thing. Some people get spring fever where they like clean all the house out in the spring. That actually kind of hits me in a different way in the fall because I'm anticipating mm-hmm. the close in, and right? Right. So <clears throat> I have had to, for you know, my own, you know, good mental health, <laughs> find mm-hmm. activities that we can go and engage in in the outside, um, you know, to make the best use of those last little, you know, bits of good weather and outside time. So mm-hmm. I just start with simple things like take school outside. Like it's really easy to get excited about back to school, back to desks, back to structured, whatever. Um, and I had to, you know, kind of retrain myself over the years and, you know, September is a great season for launching back into reading books in the hammock outside <laughs> and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoy that. it. Yes. Enjoy the outside mm-hmm. because it, again, where we live, it's, it's right. not going to be as enjoyable for very long. So make right, the most exactly. use
0: of it. Yeah, and most places have some form of winter. So right. I, I
1: think pretty much everyone listening
0: can relate. Um, but yeah, I totally hear what you're saying. We had a picnic table out on our patio. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would just, you know, hey, guys, let's just go out here and do this out here while we, like you said, while we can. Because right. pretty soon we won't be able to do that. So yeah, that's yeah. great.
1: I love that. Yeah. Soak up all the vitamin, natural vitamin D you can. Yes. Um, yes. You'll need it all winter. You, you will. <laughs> so, stock up because winter's that's right. coming. <laughs> that's right. So along with that, I would say, you know, like for specific, you know, outside of home, you know, once you're ready to do some things, at, you know, not just around the picnic table. Um, mm mm-hmm. Now is such a great time. If you live anywhere near like a national park or Mm -hmm, amusement mm -hmm. parks, um, News flash, they're empty, especially midweek.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of new homeschoolers out there, and they may may not realize that. You know, yeah. I know my daughter just, she sighs a sigh of relief when everybody goes back to school. She's like, great, now we can have all the parks and all the places to ourselves.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so true. It's so
0: true. Not that we're antisocial or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. But we it's just, just it's, love- it's a relief. Mm-hmm. It is, it is. And it's just, you know, you can meet your friends there. It's just, it can just be such a blast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No lines at you. Know, we have, you know, the, um, up in Northern Idaho, there's an amusement park that's been there for a long time. And, um, in the middle of summer, it's, it, it's overwhelming, you know, just the mm-hmm, quantity mm-hmm. of people and the lines right, to get right. on every ride or water slide or whatever. And, um, boy, it's beautiful when it just nosedives right this time of year, but double check mm-hmm. because there are a lot of those places like thinking amusement parks specifically, um, not necessarily budget friendly, sorry. Um, But a lot of those will actually start closing midweek this time of year. So call ahead. Um, But parks don't close. National parks don't close. And um, if you've traveled to national parks in the height of the season, you know what insanity that is as well. So, yeah, take advantage. And especially back where you are, who doesn't want to, you know, drive the Blue Ridge Mountains this time of year coming up? Good grief. Right. And so –
0: Listeners are probably wondering, how in the world did they homeschool their kids together when they live across the country from each other? Okay, so here's how this worked, you guys. We didn't always live here in North Carolina. We lived in Washington State. So uh, on the east side, more think more Idaho-type right. weather. So we had the four seasons and all of that. And honestly, okay, I'm just going to be honest. It's one of the reasons we moved was I was tired of cabin fever. I was tired of snow. I was ready to, you know, and everybody here gets so excited when there's going to be snow, and I'm just like, no, no. And then I have to remind myself, it'll just come, it'll melt, and it will go away.
1: Uh, And it won't stay
0: for three months. This is is good. This is a good thing. I think I'm starting to recover from my PTSD from seeing snow come down and thinking, ah, you know. so funny. Um, so, yeah, anyway. Yeah. So that's that's how we know each other so well but live so far away from each other.
1: <laughs> exactly. And here I am, my favorite season is always the next one. Because just right. about the time I get tired of one, I get a new one. Yes, it's great.
0: Yes, yes, that's very true. <laughs> very true. Yeah. And we do get some amount of winter here because we right. are close to the to the Blue Mountains. Ridge Mountains. But you're yeah. right; we've got the Blue Ridge Mountains, we've got the ocean. Uh, we just went to the ocean last week, but it's a wonderful place to go in. Um, for us, we like to go in uh, those months when other when the kids are in school. Um, right. But specifically uh, September, October, as long as it's not. Hurricane season, you're fine, yeah, or right. Something like that going on, <laughs> um, but you can just go down there and just enjoy the little bit milder temperatures, and again, just open. The beaches are open because there's nice. like, they're not packed, and so yeah, right. totally hear what you're saying.
1: Right. Yeah, so take advantage of you know, those natural you know, resources that we have all around, and every state has many, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> Um, on top of that, I would say one thing I've realized actually just recently is, um, at least in our area, but I would encourage everybody, go check your local library. Our local library now gives um, like one, you know, family set of free tickets per family to the local, um, we, we call it the MAC. It's the Museum of Arts and Culture. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. that one, once a month, your whole family can go for free. Wow! Through the library, That's awesome. They'll just give mm. you tickets. They keep tracking your account, so you you know you can't mm-hmm. go more than once a month. But right. um, yeah, it's a free, and for parents too. It's not just kid tickets. So um, wow. even if you don't have children, you can go and you right. can get one free museum ticket a month. Um, and here, that even counts for. We have like a, a children's science center downtown called Mobius, mm-hmm. and right. um, that same thing. You can get a free. Free tickets to Mobius once a month. So that was a new thing to me um, a few months ago. And I started hearing about that. And my daughter and I, my adult 23 year old daughter and I, went to the local museum for free. So awesome. Yeah, it's a great, great great option. So definitely check with the library because not only will the library often have activities. That sometimes are right. poorly attended this time of year because everybody's kind of in back to school mode,
0: Right, so right.
1: less less crowded. But also check and mm-hmm. see what partnerships they have with other, you know, um, right? Well, even with like state
0: parks. Yeah, exactly. Um, because I know that state parks sometimes <clears throat> will do little little outdoor classes where they're mm-hmm. teaching you mm-hmm. about you know mm-hmm. just, uh, you know, like for us we have uh, Pilot Mountain close by, and, right? And that's a, a whole state park, and so they have little 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 things you can attend to learn. Yeah. Sometimes it's about, you know, uh, about rocks and sometimes it's about the sure. trees. And right. so again, as many outdoor things as possible yes. is, is yes. always great with kids.
1: Yeah. And often libraries too will have, um, I know ours has like backpacks you can check out. And the backpack will oh, have nice. in it like really cool, you know, like a, like a magnifying glass and a little, you mm-hmm. know, like nature guidebook and, you know, little, I don't know what all is in it. My kids were kind of too old by the time they implemented that. But right, um, right, yeah, I see kids checking them out at the library and, you know, you get to go on an adventure and it kind of has like a, um, you know, like a guided nature hike idea right. book in it I kind of a thing. That. So <clears throat> yeah, yes. really easy. You almost kind of unit steady style, which mm-hmm. I always liked And when my kids were mm-hmm. elementary ages. Um, just easy to do school all together that way. Right, um, right. And this time of year is okay. so great for that. You've got fall, you've yeah. got, you know, pumpkins and harvest and apples and... Right, like which leads things. us to
0: the, you know, the apple farms, the... Uh, a lot of the apple farms and or just local farms will have fun fall activities going yeah. on. We've got a little place called The Farm, and it's they grow all kinds of things, but they have a corn maze. And exactly. I mean, most families know about those because they're usually pretty sure. well advertised and all that. But you may, uh, you may have to dig a little bit. Sometimes we're just not fully aware of things in our area. And I love what you're saying right. because it, it sounds to me, what I'm hearing you say is like, if you're listening and you're Mm -hmm. watching and you're Mm -hmm. asking questions Mm -hmm. at certain places that will lead you to even more ideas. Absolutely. Things that you can do.
1: And what a great way to, you know, broaden experiences for your kids. And in that you might find that you have a child interested in something that Mm -hmm. you didn't know. Turns out you have a kid who is, you know, a rock nut. Great. Right, you know, but would you have known that if you hadn't attended that cute little, you know, um, right, you know, national park course at Pilot Mountain? Maybe not. Right, exactly. So what a great opportunity, and in that, I will say too that um, the <clears throat> nope, lost my train of thought. Mm-hmm. Keep going. That's okay. <laughs> well, I have an idea.
0: I'm going to throw out there real quick while Excellent. you're regrouping. Yep, yep. thinking, thinking, <laughs> <laughs> thinking, thinking. Um, we had this is kind of a little more of a. It would be a personal thing that you could do, or someone could do, or everyone could. Several friends could go in together. Several families. Mm. We had um, some friends who would rent an apple press.
1: Oh yes. And then order order like a bin bin of apples. Bin of Mm -hmm. apples. Yeah, we've done
0: this. And do a cider pressing thing, and everybody brought. We did like a chili. Cook off, Mm -hmm. so everybody brought their own homemade chili, whatever that was. And even if you opened up eight cans of chili and put them in a crock pot, who's gonna know,
1: right? And that (laughs) will get them in there. Because otherwise they're not coming for the apple press, but they'll come for the food. Right. So you're coming
0: and and you've got, you know, all kinds of toppings for the chili, and then maybe some bread on the cornbread on the side or whatever. And then you and then everybody brought their own um empty gallon jug, like an old milk jug or whatever. And every family took home one gallon of fresh pressed cider. And it was just a blast. You can have a fire pit if you want to. And Um, yep. It's just a fun way to fellowship, and so like if several families went in on that, and someone had a you know a place where they could you know someone. They could leave the, you know, the press because I think they probably deliver the press and then
1: uh, right. you might have to go get right. it. I
0: don't know. I wasn't part of that planning process, but it's just an idea I, that yeah. w- I know we really enjoyed as a family and it and we could involve a lot of other families and just make it, you can make it an annual event if you wanted to. So fun. Um, those yep. are just awesome yep. memories that kids just hang on to for the rest
1: of their lives. Yeah. Yeah. And for newbies, um, Fresh Apple Cider um, turns into apple cider vinegar very quickly. Just a heads up, <clears throat> but okay. it freezes Thanks. beautifully. Freezes beautifully. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so <laughs> you've been
0: yeah. forewarned and encouraged, Pro so that uh, <laughs> you don't end up with apple cider vinegar. We know it's <laughs> great unless in salad dressing for that, right? <laughs> unless you are, right? And it's it's very possible. So yep. yeah, and that's 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 so fun. I love it. Yeah, um, and yeah that's the we enjoyed that, that a lot. A ch- yeah, just hot apple cider on the stove with slices of orange mm, and cinnamon mm. and cloves in there, and oh, yeah, it's wonderful, delicious. So yes, um, yeah, that's wow, that's gosh, a
1: fabulous. And again, we're back to it's like a theme, back to the community right. building thing, right?
0: Exactly. What a great exactly. opportunity,
1: especially I think of you know people like if you're newer in a community or if you know you have some newer people in your community what an easy right. way to gather people who live near each other or to you know right. who share life together you know homeschool mm-hmm. co-ops or whatever mm-hmm. what a great opportunity to it's you know super easy entry level no experience required right. you know come together right. do do and a cider out. press mm-hmm. right and reach mm-hmm. out to
0: those new homeschooling families yeah because i think that the idea of having community um, is what is going to help them keep homeschooling. You yeah. know, it's going to be an encouragement yeah. to them to keep going once they, you know, when you find those people um that you're going to that you're walking alongside and and there's different seasons. I know you found this too Sarah that, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's certain group of people in one season and then it'll maybe change to a different group of people and it's not that the first group was bad or there was anything no. You know wrong with them it's just we're we're in different seasons at different right. times I think right. that's just the ebb and right. flow of life and I, I don't know why but I feel like I just need to throw that encouragement out there um, yeah, because sometimes good. people think they have to be in with the same group of people and friends forever
1: right and
0: and if they're not there's something wrong and it's like that's right. not actually how it works so <laughs> right. right so um right. and so yeah don't be afraid also to reach out and grab some new people some new homeschoolers and bring them in yeah. and get to know them and and what a fun Way to do that too, you know. Yeah, it's just absolutely. Around food and talking, and nobody's trying to you know teach anybody anything. It's just right. Um,
1: You know, there's no pressure. It's it's Actu- a, yeah, just, a- actual yeah, fellowship, just that. like that, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. if you yeah. wanted to get really wild and crazy, you can turn it into like a homeschool material swap you know, you could start adding layers, you know, if, if you, you know, continue it, if it's an annual event, you know, but yeah, I think just having the experience, I know it was always really neat for me to see just the, the kids that would assemble at the Cider Press, you know, events that we were part of. And it was just so neat to watch the modeling of like work ethic and, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. um, teamwork and cooperation and all those things. And, what another just another great opportunity for our kids to learn those skills. It's just exactly you know, super fun. Exactly. So yeah. but that actually reminded me, Cider Press <clears throat> reminded me of what I was thinking before, which was um county fairs. County fairs are, oh, yes. are going on. Usually, they're end of summer, right about now ish, which you know won't be when this podcast airs. Anyway, but it, it'll um, be September. It's, yeah. it's it's in September, early September though. So yeah. I and so you sometimes know, there just, are still. It depends on your region, and sometimes yes. there are still fairs happening, and those again can be such a great environment for kids to explore interests that you may not know that they have, and exactly. a lot of people have an idea that county fairs is all about animals. And if you haven't been to a county fair ever or in a long time, I would just encourage um, that, you know, check it out. Because, yes, there are mm-hmm. animals, and that's fun. But there's also some really amazing, like, you know, there's the floral arranging exhibit. There's yes, you yes. Know, artwork. There's baking. all kinds of, yeah, baked goods and canned goods and um, all kinds of craft stuff, and so your kids—you don't have to have a farm for your kids to enter things in a fair. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. in fact, <clears throat> my son—he got really into uh, photography, and his photographs went to—they. So some fairs will be qualifying fairs for your state fair, and so he had okay. stuff that went to the state fair level. And got awards at the state fair level, even though we never actually went because it's all the way on the other side of the state. But we would ship it over there, and it would come back with all kinds of awards attached to it. And it was such a neat experience. And that's he didn't—he awesome. didn't have to show an animal for that. So, right, um, right. That's you know, a lot of people aren't necessarily aware that there's all kinds of entry categories in a local fair, right, and that can right. be super fun.
0: Right, and where we live, there there's a lot of. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of bluegrass music and that kind yeah. of thing. So a lot mm-hmm. of times there's, um, and I know at other fairs too, there's free concerts. Yeah. Um, yep. But we have like you know uh, fiddlers, a lot of fiddler type things that, oh, that happen at at our at our um, at our little fairs locally, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's really a lot of fun. So it's really fun to explore those things, and you can you know go to your uh, local um, chamber of commerce. Yes, and great place probably to probably find some great ideas mm-hmm. on a free things that you can do. Um, mm-hmm. The state parks, like we mentioned before. Yep. Um, gosh, local yeah, events. There's, there's mm-hmm. just so much. Yeah, there's so much mm-hmm. that, yeah, local events um, that, mm-hmm. that we have a ton of things going on all the time here. And they're just, you know, a lot of them are very simple things, but right. but they're fun things to take, just give our kids another experience.
1: Yep. If you live near an airport, yeah. Um, uh, Get a hold of them and find out if they have a fly in event. Those are super fun. Where, you know, if you have a kid Ooh, who that? loves airplanes, oh gosh, like our small little airport that's just down the road from us, mm-hmm. uh, they don't do it every year, maybe every three years, because it's really super small. <laughs> but right. when they have this event, it'll be, you know, like everybody who has an airplane there practically pulls them out of the hangars and you can walk around them and look at them. And I mean, they're, you know, sort of like going to a car show. Cool. But with right, airplanes, right, right. <laughs> ah, so if you have a kid who loves airplanes, it's super fun. And then they'll have a lot of times it'll attract things like the, like the guys that do, um, the stunt flying, or there's a whole group of guys that have ref- refurbished old World War II era planes and they'll come and do these cool, you know, exhibits and stuff. And, uh, they'll drop bags of flour and try to hit targets next to the runway, Um, lots of fun stuff. So yeah, there's really neat events. And a lot of that kind of stuff is the, the kind of stuff that you'll see, like you mentioned, in the Chamber of Commerce or, um... Uh, A lot of times you can go just to like a specific city website and they'll have like an event Mm -hmm. page. Yes. um, Yeah, a a lot of times they'll have even a free event page. Right, very true. So, yeah, if it's a large city, it will.
0: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, these are great ideas. And I think we're going to probably wrap this episode up. Did you have any other things that you wanted to share with the moms?
1: No, I will. I will share one small warning. If you're going to do like science centers, or you know, even like you know the park events that we talked about, or things like that, it might be worth a phone call right at the beginning of the school year here to make sure that they're not expecting a giant field trip from the local school that day. Yes, that's a really good point. Otherwise, otherwise the quiet atmosphere you're expecting will not be there. So.
0: Yeah. I love that! <laughs> awesome. All right. So, word, yeah. word to the wise, or word from the wise. Um, yeah, <laughs> don't forget that that part yeah. of it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you, Sarah, for being here with us today. And these were just some fun ideas, and f- actually, kind of fun reminiscing about what we've done in the past with our kids. Yes. And, um, the things that we've enjoyed. So, moms, I hope you enjoyed the podcast and have uh, found some inspiration here. Um, and we're just going to go ahead and uh, wrap it up in a word of prayer. Thanks again, Sarah, for being with us. Absolutely. Lord, we thank you so much uh, for the privilege of homeschooling. We thank you that uh, homeschooling allows us to live and school from where we live. Lord, that we we can actually live life together and um, that a lot of the th- these things that we shared Uh, today um, are just so doable and free and fun and make great memories with our kids. And so, Lord, I ask that you would just give the moms wisdom as they uh, continue to move through the beginning of their homeschool year um, and and just give them direction and uh, lead them to opportunities that you want for their families, Lord. We thank you for your goodness to us. We thank you for all the blessings that you've showered upon us. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen.